Welcome to Creepy Critters, a podcast where me and a guest or two talks about cryptids and someone lurid detail. With me today are two two of my favorite podcasters, Alexander Edwards. Hey, thanks for having me on. And Tony Boswell. What's good? Right? Yeah, you nailed it. Yeah, yeah, I did. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, this they normally talk about a bunch of leftist stuff and make fun of like boomers on Facebook, but uh, I decided to ask them to talk about some cryptids. So, so yay. There's actually a nice crossover there. There's a uh, many boomers are very cryptid like. So, <laughs> well, I mean, I, I did I did add one to the very end of this, which will kind of sync up with your stuff. Okay, kind of. So, but but yeah, but before we get started, um, uh, you know. If you know about any cryptids or anything, or like what what you think they are, or if you've heard anything in your like in your area. Um. So I'm I'm like, I don't know. I've I've softened in my older years, but I used to be a much less fun skeptic, you know. And and I I thought maybe you know like movies about cryptids were cool or whatever, but I didn't you know don't believe in them. Now I think it's a fun thing to think about. But uh, yeah, I remember like my sister telling me. That she saw the infamous like wolf woman who was in the wash in like the back way to get to our high school. You had to like drive through this like rock like rock quarry Green basically, spot? and she's like, "I saw it." Green spot, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I was like, "You don't think like it could have just been a person?" And she's like, "No, <laughs> no. <laughs> I swear to God, it was the wolf woman." And I'm like, "All right." Well, well, on this podcast we have caught podcast kayfabe, and everything is real. Oh, absolutely. I, b- yeah, I firmly believe K-fabe, in that. Yes. Yeah. It's specifically only on the podcast, though. Uh, so so we're just doing the same thing as, as Minion Death Cult, where I'm just going to switch my brain off entirely yeah. <laughs> and enjoy the ride. <laughs> Pretty much. Buckle up. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. What about you, Tony? Um, I got two, actually. My, my mom. My mom fucking rules. And she's also, like, kind of funny. Um, so there was one where there was, like, Around the corner from my grandma's house, at the top of, like, this hill on Del Rosa, there's, like, this house is even further up a hill. And my mom was like, oh, like, a witch lives there. And when you drive past the house and you, like, honk, she'll, like, follow you home. Like, her eye, but but not her. Her eye will, like, follow you home. Whoa. And she would be like, yo, like, do you see it? Like, there's, like, but not, like, a figurative, like, you see it through a crystal ball eye. But, like, her, she, like, throws her eye out the, the window and it will follow <laughs> you home. And she can see yeah. with that. And um, she would do that, and like I'm there one time, she like had the car break down in front of the house. <laughs> she like had the car break down in front of the house, and it was me and like three of my cousins, and we were all like freaking out, but also trying not to freak out because we were just in the age we were like, I was probably ten, and so my cousins would have been like, um, my other cousins would have been like seven and twelve. And so we're oh. all trying to be cool. And because we're all like also, you know, boys, guys, bros. Um, yeah. And it was a lot. You can't be scared. And then also, I don't know if this counts. Um, I don't really know what the rules are. Um, but uh, we grew up by an, uh, an abandoned Air Force base. Well, not abandoned, but like a shutdown Air Force base. Uh, March Air Force Base is right by us and um, San Reno Air, um, Airport. And um, my mom would always be like, like, listen, like, I didn't see, I'm not telling you I saw an alien, but like, I saw a UFO. Like, I saw this, like, be, this, like, thing, me and your grandpa saw it. My grandpa's dead. I can never, like, confirm that with him, which is well played mom. Um, She's like, no, I saw this, like, thing floating and it, like, floated over us. Like, 
by us. And then it took off faster than anything could ever do it. And um, to the point where like I grew up and spent the night in my backyard and like I definitely saw one too. So I don't know if UFOs count. I cover UFOs and okay. stuff on here as cool, well. Cool, cool. So. so yeah, uh, witches and UFOs are like very heavy in my uh, my uh, psyche, and um, I've, I've definitely dealt with both. The good thing about being a, a huge dumbass is every airplane is technically a UFO because <laughs> I, yep, I don't yep. know what like make or model yeah. it is. So I'm like, oh, it was just a flying object of some kind. Yeah, my mom was just like, plane, planes can't float the way that plane floated, and it can't take off as fast as it took off. She's like, listen, it might have been like some sort of Russian experimental plane, but it also was probably extraterrestrials because we're not alone. Yeah. And I was like, tight, mom. Thank you. Oh, uh, I don't know if I ever said this actually on, on the podcast, uh, but uh, my mom, who is a piece of shit, by the way, complete piece of shit, uh, told me. Fuck Jesse's mom. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> fuck her. She's real bad. Uh, That's right. Yeah. But uh, she didn't want me to ever go down uh, the basement. So she made up a, a like a. Like a monster that would grab kids' feet, like their ankles, if they're going downstairs. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. And we had like those open slats, yeah. so there's no back on it. And that fucked me. That still fucks me up now. Like I, whatever, whatever. Like I, I have to run down those slats, the the slat stairs. Oh yeah. Like otherwise, because it it fucks you up. Uh, there's also tire snakes, which is why you weren't supposed to get close to cars. Because oh. tire, because they're they're snakes and tires. You know, I might use that one. I mean, I feel like that was a pretty harmless. I one. like that one. Yeah, you know, it's just like, hey, don't don't be kicking on tires, you know, because a snake might come out. It sucks. I feel like that one's good. It sucks. Like my mom raised me with like, there's a witch at the top of this hill, and I'm all like, don't make eye contact with police. <laughs> <laughs> like I want she she's already scared enough. She doesn't have to deal with anything else. <laughs> Well, uh, well, luckily, almost all of these are very uh, friendly, friendly cat things. Uh, and yeah, by the way, this is more weird cats. So the second episode, I've, I've been talking about cats. Um, and we're just going to start with a pretty simple one. And I think this is just an actual cat. Uh, jump out of body. That, but that's there's hyphens between each of the words. Jump out of body. Jump, jump out of body. Jump out of body. Jump, jump at, a at a body. Yep. Or come at a body, which I feel is, you know, honestly, you know, calm down. Uh, I like that one. It's It seems easier to say. It seems more natural. Yeah. It's got a ring to it. It's a small, it's a small creature from stories of the North American lumberjacks uh, in the late eight, 19th century and early 20th century. This beast looks like a small a cub or lion. It hides in undergrowth, and when one least expects it, the beast will run out and charge at its victim. However, the animal stops just a few yards away from its victims, gives a roar, then runs back where it came from. Nice. The jump out of body has never been reported to have hurt anyone. Oh. So the so when they say victim, they just mean somebody got a little spooked. Yeah. And no and honestly, this is just my cat. Yeah, <laughs> this is what he does when he does a zoomie. It's like he's just like, "Hey, I'm just gonna like stalk you, and I'm going to run, and then I'm gonna yell at you for about five minutes, and then I'm gonna just do it again about ten minutes or something." Yeah, this, so, this is just an awesome like wild cat, but like yeah, this an odd cat. size maybe. It's supposed to be a small cub or a small lion, which I'm pretty sure is just a small lion. I mean, a cub, but you know, it's just a tiny cat. 
Which, if you're going to have uh, an interaction with like, a, with, like, a cub or a lion, that's, like, what you want. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I feel that's like... That's awesome. I feel like this is the type. This is the type that I feel like if you leave some food out for it, you know, about a couple of yards away from you, eventually you just have a cat. Yeah. So, um, so then we have the <clears throat> the ball-tailed cat, uh, and it's a fearsome critter of the North American uh, or North America, most commonly described as having similar traits to that of a light, la- a mountain lion, except. Uh, with an extremely long tail, which uh, which there is affixed a solid bulbous mask mass uh, for striking its uh, prey, like a mace tail. Yeah, that's fucking sick. Um, I I don't uh, I don't know where you're at. Do you like? I mean, do you encounter mountain lions where you're at? Uh, they're not really. Uh, I like I. I'm a little like I'm in Kentucky, but I'm kind of far away from Appalachia. Yeah, like I'm, um, so, so uh, it's pronounced Appalachia, <laughs> actually. Um, uh, yeah, it's, you know, it's whatever. Uh, <laughs> but, uh, uh, but, uh, but yeah, it's no, I don't really. I mean, I remember there being like a uh, like rumors of one at one point, but like honestly, it's not really a big thing. Yeah, uh, like we. I mean, Alex, you experienced mountain lions where where you lived, right? Yeah, we were at the foothills yeah, of the mountain. Yeah, so we would like experience in, uh, like California, southern Southern California mountains. And like the only thing that'd be scarier than a mountain lion would be like a, a mountain lion with a mace on its tail. I mean, I, I don't I don't know if I'd I, I'd want to have a mountain lion with much extra stuff anyway. Exactly. Yeah, yeah that's kinda of what I'm saying. That'd be kind of um kind of scary. Oh, so it just seems I don't know, to me it doesn't seem that scary. It seems like a little awkward. Seems like uh, I don't know some some mistake, some evolutionary evolutionary mistake. Like the the lion's already got you know huge claws on it, giant teeth, powerful jaws, rake your belly open in a, in a second. Uh, but it's gonna like spin around and do a three sixty and and womp you on the head um, first. Yeah, that well that's its, that's its, that's its opening move, and then once you're dazed, uh-huh. it goes in. You know, it goes in and. You know, does all other things. You know, this uh, this just reminds me. I don't. Know, it reminds me of like some uh, some Power Rangers shit or some some like uh, Mortal Kombat. See, stuff. yeah, exactly. Because what I'm, what I'm hearing from you right now, Alex, is that um, you've never seen Kickboxer. Because I'm thinking of this cougar, this cub using the mace tail like the guy, the bad guy from Kickboxer, with like a whip motion, like. It's a very, mm-hmm. it, it's a very long tail, so I feel like you're gonna get a paw and like a whip mace tail at the same time, much like <laughs> the character from Kickboxer with that crazy blade in the in the ponytail. I just I don't. Oh, he's got a blade in his ponytail. I've never seen Kickboxer. Oh, th- so that is what you were saying. Yeah. You yeah okay. You've got to describe. You can't just assume everybody's seen Kickboxer, and you go the bad guy from Kickboxer. You know that's what this is like. And I'm like, okay, I don't know. Is he kicking with his foot? And that's like the club. Like uh, you, uh, he had like a long <laughs> ponytail that he would put like a little like kinda, razor in, and he would like whip okay. you like mid, and it was fucking sick. He was like whip his head. And, yeah, you buried the lead on that one. No, that I kind sick. of assumed that everyone saw a Kickboxer, uh, which <laughs> I, I did, didn't realize was like a not safe assumption. <laughs> This is this no. is like a very specific like uh, yeah. assumption you have. I just I thought everyone knows like I didn't think that was deep cut Van Dam. I thought that was like 
No, the best Van Damme movie to see is Double Team. That's the one that, that everyone has seen. That's and that's because that's the one that I've seen. So I <laughs> therefore assume that everybody has seen that one. Plus, it's the movie with Van Damme that is the most is the closest analog to my and Tony's podcast. <laughs> that's true. That is true. Uh, I I am Van Damme. Yep. Or no, sorry, I'm Dennis, Dennis Rodman. Rodman. I'm very much Van Damme. <laughs> and Tony is Van Damme. Which is only because I have more, um, I, my hips are more open than yours are, and I'm better at the splits. <laughs> that's the only reason why. Right, and I'm cooler than you are, and that's why I get to be Dennis Rodman and wear wedding dresses while firing Uzis. We can both pummel basketball, but only one of us can do the splits. <laughs> and also, you have that Hummer that um, has naked w- women painted on the side of it that says, called uh, the Woolmobile, that I saw in real life when I was like 11 with my grandma. <laughs> and I discovered what pubic hair was that day with my grandma. <laughs> uh, also, what I one thing I like best about you, Tony, is you're able to hold your breath for as long as a cigarette runs down to the yep. filter. Yep, it's one thing I've always liked yeah. about you. No, this this lion with the the club on its tail. I, it's like it seems too epic to me. Well, it seems too made up. Like it's it would be like what if like there was. Godzilla, but he had uh, a shotgun mounted to his back. <laughs> I feel like you don't understand the uh, the object, the what like cryptids are. They're supposed to be larger than life and uh-huh. weird. Uh, there's another one called. There's another one like this one. It basically has a mace on its tail, but it also has armadillo armor, and it just rams through like trees. Fuck yeah! See, that makes more sense though. That's like okay, that's a descendant of the dinosaur. That's a descendant descendant of uh, you know whatever that one armor plated dinosaur was that had the the club tail. I believe that. Yeah, yeah. That one probably exists, is what I'm saying. Yeah, sure. Because at some point. <laughs> Am I fucking up the show? <laughs> no, no, you're not. I just, it's just like, I, I feel like you're just like, like hitting on the wrong thing. <laughs> but, you know. It's well, so I'm... when I look at Bigfoot, when I think about Bigfoot, I'm like, yeah, ape man. That makes sense. Man is ape. Ape is man. There's like a, a mix or like Nessie. Oh, it's a big dinosaur or like, you know, Dracula or whatever. Like that stuff makes sense to me. Uh, but uh, a mountain lion with a club for a tail is beyond the pale. That's too. It's too wild. Yeah. Well, what? What <laughs> if? What if? What if its like main attack was it did like a like a spinning attack where it both clawed and also clubbed their victim and spun like a tornado <laughs> of sorts. Yeah, yeah. It's it's your it's your over B combo. So this is this is a Pokemon. Yeah, no, I was gonna say it's more like a Beyblade. <laughs> yes, yes, it's, it's very much a, a Beyblade. It's a Bay. Hell yeah, from Beyblade. Okay, now yes, now now I like this one. Yeah. So, uh, so I guess if you don't believe in that one, you're definitely not going to believe in this one. It's the go. It's the go to uh, Kuneko. Um, it's a, basically a cat spirit that can breathe fire from a, a, bla- a bamboo blowpipe. Um, and it's basically something that was used to stoke fires. And it well wears a kettle stand like a hat. Um, uh, no, that one sounds great. Yeah. Uh, no problems with this yeah. one. It it basically just like relaxes by a fireplace and keeps a fire going with no one's around. You know, it's just your fire. Yeah, what cat. a beautiful spirit. Yeah, love that. It's just it's just like hey, I'm a cat. I have a kettle stand like a hat. Also, 
I like fire, so I'm just going to make this fire. Really, if you think about it, this is just a cat with initiative. Mm-hmm. doesn't wait for someone to start a fire. It makes the fire. As like someone that like smokes a lot of weed, um, I feel like that's this should be like a like a weed spirit. Like keep that guy around oh. and he'll like light your bowl for you, light the oh. blunt for oh, yeah. you. You know? Yeah, you just that cat spirit probably like is so good with the flame, like it just corners that bowl like real nice. Yeah. Whenever you- <laughs> greens for everybody. <laughs> whenever you uh whenever you lose your lighter, you make an offering to the spirit. What's it called again? Uh, it's a go. It's a go to ku neko. It is it appropriation for me to like do like a go to go to ku neko like weed strain? I don't think it would be. I'm, but I'm also not Japanese, so I can't really. Okay. Say. Well, I'm. You know, if if any investors are listening, you know, let me know. Yeah. I think we got something here. I wonder if there's like a a pun you could do with that, Tony, to make it more yours. To make, make it, it less appropriative yeah. and more. That's always how that works, right? You take something from another culture, make it a pun, and then it, then uh-huh. yeah, exactly. Then it is yours. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I like that. It, that. it makes it makes definitely makes it not problematic. It's like uh, there's a local company called the Cookie Plug here, oh. um, and they oh. they sell they sell cookies, and they make jokes all the time like they're selling cookies as if they're drugs. Um, and that it sucks so bad. It's cool because <laughs> like you know it's about cookies, so it's not you know it's theirs now. Yeah, def definitely. Uh, cook- cookie Plug just sounds like you, like your butt yep. after eating too much cookie <laughs> yeah. dough. It it just sounds it it either sounds like sophomoric or too horny. Yeah, like one of those. Because I'm super like, down for an edible plug. That has to exist, right? Hmm. Again, again, if investors are listening, <laughs> I think we got a weed strain. We got edible plugs. We're doing things here. Yeah, I mean, I think I mean for the investors that definitely listen to this podcast that are definitely paying me. Listen, you know, listen, listen to Tony over here. I, I think this is. I think it's really cool that you um, you uh, started this um entrepreneur podcast. <laughs> yes, I I set out to make a business podcast, yeah. but got lost somewhere along the way. Hey, rise, rise and grind, and watch out for Bigfoot. Yeah, I want to make um like a toddler store that's called uh, Blicky Binky, and it's just like really like edgy toddler store and it's got like gangster shit on it uh-huh, you uh-huh. know it's called blicky binky oh i like that oh oh dude okay so you remember like the whole like uh era where they would make like gang well quote-unquote gangsta versions of like cartoons yeah i saw like a modern yeah. version of that but instead of it being like a gangsta just like a real chill a real chill like trap dude but what but it was a bart and he was like black and just real mm-hmm. chill smoking a dube. That's been around. That's a that's an old one. I know. No, or- no, no. It was no, it was no, it was like dot like no, like it was just like real chill, like look like ch- a childish Gambino. I, like. I don't know if you knew this, but many black black Bart's a big many thing. people argue that Bart is just black. I see I Yeah, it's only- true. Bart Bart was the first black Simpson. Bart was the first black <laughs> Tony Tony Morrison said it. All co-sign it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, uh, uh, yeah. It's 
I don't know. I just haven't seen it. I was just haven't really been seeing it because, like, I live in a mostly black neighborhood and everything. And like, I'm just like that. But that I mean, I that's the first time I've seen that. <laughs> so that's tight. Black Bart goes way yeah. back. That's like one of Matt Groening's favorite knockoff memorabilia to collect. Well, I also I also know like nothing about The Simpsons. So like, I've watched like two episodes. It was the monorail one and one of the Treehouse of Horrors. And that's it. Okay. So. Monorail one's good. Yeah. You, uh, apparently not good enough for uh, you, but. You know, it's, it's just kind of, you know, it's kind of whatever. Uh, speak it, speaking about uh, kind of whatever, the sliver cat. The sliver cat is a large arboreal female, uh, not female. Ooh, that was weird. You know, all cats are girls. That's and all, true. And, mm-hmm. all, yeah, all cats are girls and all dogs are boys. All dogs are Bruce. Yep. Uh, but a lo- uh, but a large ar- all cats are girls, but ironically, all cat girls are androgynous. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird thing, but it's great. The we way don't it make out. the rules. Yeah. Nope, we we just don't. So so yeah, this is a uh, large cat that lives in arboreal forests with the adults weighing in at three hundred pounds. Ooh, holy shit! Sporting tasseled tasseled ears. And uh, possessed a possessed of a horizontal rather than vertical a vertical slits and a tread eyes. Oh, this is like um, nice. is this like from uh, Adventure Time? Is this one one of these in Adventure Time? Uh, maybe I have to go through a little bit more before I can say for sure. There's definitely like a like a spooky large cat with that like talks and is mysterious, um, and uh, like has red slit eyes. It might be. And like, can it? Does it shapeshift? No. Oh, this one shapeshifts. No, No, this one doesn't shapeshift. You really like? I don't know. Making this one look bad, Tony. If this one can't shapeshift, I mean, it's just like, just let it be its thing. Don't don't compare it. No, this (laughs) one try to punch up his cryptid. Yeah, this one doesn't like. This one doesn't have to pretend. This one is, you know, proud of what it is. Doesn't have to (laughs) shapeshift. Yeah. You know. Well, or as we like to say in my community, code switch. So the sliver cat, its most distinguish- uh, distinguishing feature is its tail, eleven feet long, Ooh. and it, it's that. It, it's, With a club at the end. No, no, yes, yes, actually, uh, and it's as powerful as uh, as any boa constrictor. And at the end, it has a bony club like. Oh uh, shit! <laughs> like growth that's spiked on one side. Fuck yeah! Um and, <clears throat> but smooth and uh, and hard on the other. And it's uh, it's rumored that they make their layers in the highest boughs of the tallest trees. That's like my favorite <laughs> setting for like mythical, I don't know, mythical landscapes is like, you know, overgrown forests. And I love the idea that there is some 300 pound, like the forest is so thick and dense that it can support a 300 pound beast making its nest at the top yeah. of it. Oh, that w- that is like truly like awe inspiring imagery. I I might have to steal this for my D and D campaign actually, because this this is like actually pretty cool. Uh, so they're ambush a uh, uh, predator by nature. Uh, they'll write in the branch of low slung tree uh, a low slung tree until something tempting wanders beneath. Uh, beneath. At that point, the sliver cat will knock its victim senseless with the round end of its tails before hooking the spike side into the poor, unfortunate, uh, 
creature in order to drag the victim to its roost and be devoured at its leisure. Now, I, uh, this same this same animal, like uh, you said, also has like the power of bow constrictor. Yeah, like a, as as you know, as a vegan, um, I really love how humane this murder is. Like you're being constricted, you're being like you're probably having your head punched open with that spike, and you're also being bludgeoned all at once. It's going to be very fast, very painless. Like this is the way to go. This 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 animal respects its prey enough to like do it gently. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. Like you're knocked out when it happens, so so like you know, it's not like an immediate like you don't see it happening. Yeah, you know this. Yeah, this is very respectful, very humane. Yeah. Um, so maybe not to be this guy, right? I'm just trying to picture this happening. Okay, I'm on board for all of this. I like this creature. Sounds uh, like really fucked up and scary, and also probably pretty like impressive and majestic. But I'm also trying to imagine a cat hitting me with its tail. Like, how is the cat positioning itself relative to my body? For the club to hit my head, like is the cat doing like a front flip and the tail, the tail's coming down, go, wow, like that, or is the cat like getting so close to me and then spinning around real quick that because like the tail would have to be like twice as long. It's as eleven its body feet long. To, like, yeah, it's eleven foot long, and it's so basically, uh, from what I'm hearing anyway from this uh-huh. is that from its tail is prehensile. It's prehensile okay. probably uh, because it compares to a boa constrictor. So mm-hmm. like it could if it couldn't constrict, then I don't think it would be able to actually move it around with any like finesse. So it just mm-hmm. like kind of brings it down, hits you, and then then it like swings it down like a pendulum from the tree. Okay, I can yeah. see that. Yeah. Um and uh basically uh it's because of the the this behavior where they're just like hitting you and scooping you up into the tree. It's why it's said to be so dangerous to humans who are unaware of their existence. Yeah, no one's now, ever going to be you, able to tell of this story. Like, they're all dead. Yeah. Well, Do you ever get into, like, possible sources of the stories? Yes, I do. Uh, so, yeah, some of them are just kind of often... I, I'm going to... We'll, we'll get... We'll finish this, and then I'll get into some of it, but... But yeah, okay. so so during mating season, a male silver uh, sliver, sliver cat will beat it, his tail against his chest like a drum, yeah, uh, using the smooth yeah. side, not the spike side. I, I imagine at least one uses spike side. Some and of just them. like, well, now some <laughs> of them like, do it. Some of them are like that. Some of them are into it. Some of them can yeah. only mate with the spike side, <laughs> yeah. uh, and they play like a rhythm to attract the uh, the females of the, of the group. So you know, I like you that. know they're. You know they they you know they get the groupies. I like the drummer. That I, I I'm really I'm really into this image. Yeah, like I'm so so. Uh, three of the people, except for the uh, Gotoku Aneko, uh, <clears throat> the jump out of body, the ball tail cat, and the uh, sl- uh, silver sliver cat. Um, they're all something called uh, fearsome critters, and they're basically uh, also they're just lumberjack lies, basically. Um, from like the 18th, early, late 18th century to early 19th century. Um, and there would just be stuff that was told to like the newbies and stuff. Be, uh, be yeah. like, hey, like one of them was called the uh, axe handle hound. Uh huh. Where there would be just, uh, a, like a dog 
that's shaped like an axe that would just eat axe handles that are left unattended. <laughs> you know, like, you know, it's just like ways to fuck yeah. with the newbie. This basically. is the equivalent of like, of the tire snake, but for adults. Just to get, yeah, now like, don't leave your axe laying around. The axe hound's gonna eat it. Yeah, and this- They are like the sock gnomes that steal your loose socks from the dryer. Yeah. Oh, I didn't leave my axe unattended. Uh, it was stolen by the axe hound. Yeah. Yeah, or 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 it's just like, like this is probably this is probably just like hey don't fucking walk under the goddamn trees at night. <laughs> yeah, totally. Yeah, I could see somebody yeah. like getting struck with a fallen branch and having like you know a bruise that's concurrent with a club you know, a club hit or something like that. Yeah, and it's uh, so like a lot of the fearsome critters are just basically ways to fuck with the newbies. Um, some of them, uh, like for example, there's one called the Argo Pelter, which is a different type of squatch, uh, where basically all it does is just throws, it just throws shit real hard at people. That's it. It has real long <laughs> arms and it just whips it around and throws shit at people. I love that. Hell yeah. <laughs> and then, and then there's a- Basically just like a hair, like an even hairier Randy Johnson walking <laughs> through the forest. Just sidearm whipping it. Uh, and then there's another one called the Whirling Wimpus, which is basically just a squatch <laughs> that does the Tasmanian Devil spin. And in nice. its and in its uh and in the um the book that I normally read for fearsome critters, it it uses the phrase they spin so quickly it can turn prey into meat molasses. Ooh, it's very visceral. <laughs> Sounds yeah. like me in the pit in 2006. <laughs> <laughs> but uh but yeah that's pretty much the silver cat the sliver cat oh what's that fucking warriors is covering inside out oh <laughs> watch out meat molasses flying <laughs> everywhere here. Uh, wait so me people do do has anyone ever like um if not i'm going to now for now on refer to like come as meat molasses uh, Ew. Sorry. Gross. Not on Minion Death Cult, you're not. <laughs> no, I only do it when we guess other places. <laughs> you're just gonna just try to break up cum as much as possible so you can say meat molasses. Oh, now I am. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm glad to, I'm glad to uh, introduce you to the term. Um, now, this is what I think could possibly cross over with, with your stuff. Because this is the, uh, the Mononuka. Or I also like to call it the incel cat. Okay. Um, oh, nice. <laughs> so, That's ironic because most incels do not contract mononuka. <laughs> <laughs> so, so it's uh, mostly resembles a Martin with female uh, feline traits. So, like the little weasel thing, but it has like a cat face uh-huh. and stuff. And it's the most distinctive feature is its head, purple tail, its red, blue, and black body. Um, but it's born colorless. And it will only gain its coat later in life. That's beautiful. Like I like I don't see color in cats anyways. Like all cats are colorless <laughs> to me. And I'm just happy yeah. like this this cat just, you know, embraces that. Same. I don't care if your cat is red, blue, black, or a combination of all three. Uh, this animal is friendly. Listen here, there's no red cat. There's no blue cat. <laughs> there's only uh, the Mononuka. <laughs> uh, this animal is friendly and will bring luck to men who catch it, yet is highly aggressive towards women. 
<laughs> you know, it's there for its kings. You know, yeah. it's short kings, yeah. tall kings. You know, medium sized kings. This but fuck this women. cat said this. This cat said, "Dudes rock." Yeah. <laughs> Mononuka said, "Dudes rock." Yeah. It, you know, just he's here for the kings, but those queens get the fuck. Yeah, out. yeah. <laughs> Uh, that's funny yeah see i don't i i don't i never got that like i'm always good with animals uh and people will tell me oh you know she loves men or oh he just loves men but like all cats just like me so it's either they they either like uh everybody or they like men or they like women and me like that's the way cats work out and i've never owned a cat that's not like a specific gender my cats are such babies they love everybody too uh, my well, Dexter is he loves cuddling but hates being picked up and he will like literally just stay like without arms reach and yell at me to pet him Um, and he'll just yell and yell while I pick him up to sit him down in my lap to pet him and then as soon as he's touched my lap he's just like yeah this is what I wanted by the way like the entire time <sighs> that's funny uh, allow- cats are weird man allow me to yeah. brag for Alex I've never met cats like Alex's cats that like will allow me to like pick them up and like smush their faces and like rub their bellies and it's th- it's the greatest thing ever. If- I think I don't know. I was raised with cats. I think people have like people who weren't raised with cats don't really know how to act around cats. Uh but I was raised with cats and then also I got these two cats when they were kittens and I just like handled them and messed around with them the whole time and like flipped them on their backs and carried them like babies and got them used to that behavior pretty quickly so now yeah they're just uh even the one who is like half feral is still very very cuddly when she's uh you know getting ready to sleep or something she'll like nuzzle right up into my crotch when i'm laying in bed (laughs) yeah it's uh um i've heard uh what you're supposed to do when you have cats like when they're young is you do something called the cat gun you basically hold them like a gun, and you just move them around, and uh, that stuff, and actually get some like real use of being handled. Oh, that makes sense. Okay, yeah, we we used to make Tony dance. We would hold him b- under his armpits when he was a kitten, and then we just you know move him around like a little marionette. And I think that's what got him used to like tolerating abuse. Yeah, my he, well, I he he's like as soon as like I set him down, like he's great. Like, he's great. Like, I can touch his belly, I can touch his paws, I can, you know, do whatever. He falls asleep, like, really quickly. But it's just, like, he's he's just so weird about, like, when he wants pets. He'll just go out inside of Armor Reach and make me work for it. Don't we all get time. a little weird when we want pets? <sighs> yeah, I guess we do. Yeah. Okay, that's probably it. Um, By the way, yes, my cat is named, is also named Tony, and yes, my co-host is named after him. And yes, he also sometimes <laughs> makes me dance. <laughs> yes. It's it's really awkward. Uh, they just try to do it right now. Um. <laughs> I was trying to reach for Tony, but he was staying just out of my grasp. <laughs> Despite wanting me to make him dance, I think. Oh, for sure. <laughs> so the, uh, the Manunuka is rare. Being born during spring, once every 11 years... From a cross of a f- male mo- uh, wildcat and a female Martin, who will birth. What's a Martin? Uh, like a weasel, basically. Think of a weasel. Okay. 
It's it's one of them. It's you know, it's a cat snake. Um which will birth a single blind Manuka kit in its cave. Still blind, as soon as it's capable of moving, the, the Manunuka will wander uh the forest for days, returning to its cave once it gains sight. Only to blind and kill its mother and leave then leave again. Oh my god, it nice. is the incel one. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Yep, it's incel. Once the wild cat finds out, it will throw revenge and hunt down the Mononuka. <sighs> like Yeah. This is fucked up, dude. Yeah. This is some heavy shit. It's just real heavy, you know? Like, this, this, is, this is some this is some Greek shit right here. Does their birth line up with like locust? Well, that's 17 years. Okay. Yeah. I feel like it's a, a similar concept, though. I feel like they're drawing from uh, Locust. They're drawing from Odysseus. Uh, they're drawing. Or Oedipus. Or yeah. incels. You know, they've always existed. I, I think that's true. Uh, after this, it, it nests near river and hunt birds and bugs on meadows, mostly grasshoppers and turtle doves. And sometimes it will suck the blood from lambs and children. <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty it's a pretty steep increase that's yeah. like it, it's a quick acceleration oh, i eat, i eat bugs and and like little little critters and then also suck the blood of children but like that's you know. it like only only like sucks the blood of doesn't consume it they're like little juice pouches yeah now if if one of these like sucks your blood does that mean you also turn into a redditor <laughs> You immediately get you immediately get a uh, you immediately subscribe to the uh, R uh, men going their own way subreddit. <laughs> yeah, you uh, you immediately like start seeing visions and the like the vision that like you see one vision and it's just of yourself holding an N word pass. <laughs> <laughs> it says exactly that on it. <laughs> Uh, so it's at this point, after sucking the blood from children, that it gains its coat, which I need to remind you, it's purple, tail, red, blue, and black body. Um, Beautiful. When it re- yeah. Uh, it, grows through, uh, it grows through most of its life, becoming too big to run or climb trees around the age of five. Aw. <laughs> then it reaches, when it reaches this point, it's easier for the wild cat to catch. Exacting its revenge by blinding the Mononuka and leaving it to its fate, either falling down some cliff or being preyed upon. Brutal. It's the cycle yeah. of life. Yeah. You know, you uh, you kill your mother after realizing that she's a mother because you hate women that much, and then your mm-hmm. dad goes and kills you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I respect Didn't that it. happen with, like, uh, the Proud Boys, a chapter of the Proud Boys? How does that like cycle continue then? If like, how do you become a father if you're gonna get killed by your father? Well, they're not no. born of mono mononukas. They're born of a wild cat and a cat snake or whatever he said. Oh. So it's just like it's like a mule. It's or yeah. a yeah, it's like a hybrid animal. So it doesn't reproduce itself. Okay, that makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Yep, so uh, going by myth, the Mononuka is extremely hard to find, as there's only a five-year window once every 11 years, uh, which is hard well, to determine. So, <clears throat> what What is, like, the once every 11 years thing? Like, 
Because, I mean, we're just talking about a wildcat, like, fucking uh, weasel, right? That's what we're talking about. Yeah. Like, is it is this just a statistic? Like, statistically speaking, only once every 11 years does a wildcat encounter a weasel that lets it fuck it. Or is it like some, every 11 years, there's a magic that imbues the forest that brings weasels yeah. and wildcats together. Yeah, no, every 11 years, the moon sets just the right way. And the, the, the cat snake, <laughs> and the, it, the cat snake, and the wild cats—they just happen to be on the same mountain together. Yeah. And they're looking up. They're just like, you know, I don't think we're supposed to do this, but like, fuck it. Who are we let's, to fight the universe? Who are we to fight? That's the- amore. You know, they somehow they somehow kiss. Uh, while mm-hmm. while after eating the same strand of spaghetti, and uh, yeah, yeah. You know, I think if share. Uh, and Nicolas Cage ever reproduced, they would produce a mononuka <laughs> as well. So, uh, so yeah, the reason why it's so hard to find is that 11 years cycle, it's like really hard to determine. And the only indication of it, uh, of it being around and active are sightings or reporting of blood sucking. Um, oh, so, yeah. So yeah, so if like you know, if like your children, if your children just like come home and be like, "Yo, this like weird snake thing bit me," I don't know, man. I was just reading a new report that um the uh eleven year cycle just came up last year, and that we have oh, uh, four years of mononuka to watch out for. So no. just you know, I was just talking to some people that are pretty. They're experts in the mononuka, as much as experts you can be. They're not experts in mononuka as much as they're experts in these t- like the specific weasel. Um, but the weasels have been acting really strange, and we were pretty positive that that last year was the year. So we got at least four more years of uh, mononuka. No, no, yeah, watch out. No. no, the mononuka has a high aversion towards all females, and will outright attack and try to claw the eyes out of any woman who approaches. <laughs> What's up with the eyes? Like, this is like a, it's like a real, like, Phantom of the Opera situation with, with this, this mononuke is just, uh, I don't know, really self-conscious about its appearance. Uh, well, coupled with its vampiric preying upon children and cattle, it's, uh, its behavior is comparatively docile towards men. Though still elusive, purportedly, its friendliness will show in full if caught and brought home. And it will grant uh, men a lifetime of good luck. You hear that, boys? Oh yeah, keep the broad, keep the broads away. Sounds like good luck to me. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder. I wonder if they're okay with like masculine, non-binary folk. Oh, I bet the mononuka doesn't discriminate. Well, I bet it's pretty. It wild. doesn't see color, so we know that much. Not right away, at least. Yeah. Well, I mean, as as a as a masculine, uh, non-binary person, I feel like I can at least trick it. You know? Yeah. You know? You know, just use the he, him pronouns for a little bit. Then it's just like, after I get this good look, I'm just like, well, fuck you, incel. Then I, you know, I don't know. When Call you're like, on fire. you're just going to talk to yourself in the third person, like walking through forest for a while. So you just know. <laughs> I'm just like me, a big, strong man. Sure hope there's no Mononuka around here for me to run into because I'm a guy and we would probably hang out real hard. <laughs> I stand for the kings. <laughs> <laughs> uh, does the mononuka have a set gender? Is we're, Are we talking about the mononuka in terms of gender as well? I'm going to assume that the mononuka 
I think the Mononuka is like the pure gender of incel, the third, the third gender. Mm. But like, I mean, you know? for really, if you think about it, wouldn't like, wouldn't like, um, like sex or anything like that be kind of irrelevant for a Mononuka? You know, reproductive sex. Reproductive yeah. sex, yeah. Could be a gender. Yeah, it could be a gender. It could be like the collective force of uh, misogyny. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Like it's just misogyny in the form yeah. of like a a weird cat snake. I could yeah. Yeah, but I mean as a guy this sounds pretty cool to me. I would have and, it, Yeah, so. yeah. Yeah. As a guy I don't like, see a downside really. Yeah, I mean of course. I mean that's that's I mean that's kind of how uh a lot of people uh legislated a bunch of stuff too. It's like as a guy that doesn't even matter to me, so why do I care? I heard you can, um, it's the best day to catch a Mononuka is Saturdays. Oh, it's because oh, yeah. for the boys, yeah. of course. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's out with its boys. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, uh, so yeah, we're going to go to our next segment. And because uh, these are all just cats, I'm not going to do Can They Get It? Because uh, that's gross. We're going to do a new one called Would You Adopt It? My diagnosis is that no one has been treating you well. Uh, so yeah, we're just gonna ask: Would you take would you take one of these uh, cryptids into your home and adopt it as as your as your son daughter in betweener? Oh, a- so absolutely. I, of the of the options you gave us. Well, well, yeah. So, uh, so yeah. So the first one we have is jump out of body. Uh, I'm gonna say yes because that's just a cat. Yeah. Yeah, it's just a cat. It's just a it's cat. Just slightly- I don't know. It would be kind of torturous to have a cat that would never let me like squeeze his face or kiss him on the mouth. I don't. I don't. I don't know if I could handle that. I mean, I would take. <laughs> I would take it just because, like, you know, I, I'd get another cat that's more cuddly, and I'd just be like, you know, I'd just yell that I love it, you know, across. The I room guess, but it. I mean, like. If that cat can survive in the woods and like thrives in the woods, I don't know how happy it would be in my apartment. Uh, I mean, I got like hiding places. He could jump out under the bed at me, I guess, if he wanted to. Um, but I just, I, I don't think that would be an ideal situation. I feel like, I feel like you would approach it the same way you approach a, like a feral cat and everything. You would just leave food out and everything. Eventually, it'll just get used to you. Mm-hmm. And it would only do, only scare like your guests and stuff. Oh, that is absolutely, yeah, yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. I love that. I love having like a cat where you and that cat have a special relationship, and you can just flaunt it in all your guests' faces. Yeah, my cats, unfortunately, I don't have that. Like my cats instantly adopt whatever guest I have over. (laughs) They're like, oh shit, a new lap. Hell yeah. Can 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 you also imagine how fun it would be to just give people heart attacks for this because it'd be like what's going on like they hear something run up because of course you have mm-hmm. to give it a bell so like you know they just <laughs> see a bell come up like running real close and then it'd be like ah and then and then it just runs away and then like all your guests would be like what the fuck was that and be like i don't yeah. know maybe it's a ghost because <laughs> it's that elusive <laughs> I, I i like the idea of alex like adopting this cat only because like i know how much alex cares for his cats and I, I, I want to imagine like Alex pretending to be scared every time the cat tries to scare him. Oh, got, got <laughs> so me, bud. Re- encourage him. Oh, yeah. got me. I'm so scared. <laughs> oh gosh, wow. You're so good at that. Yeah. So, 
So the next one is the ball-tailed cat. It's the one that just has a real long tail and uh, a club at the end. Yeah. Um, I think a cat that you can, like, ride and vanquish your enemies with is extremely tight. If you could somehow, like, gain the respect and trust of this cat, uh, 100%. I would, uh, I would work double shifts to afford a place big enough to house me and this cat. Yeah, I think that way. I'm going to apply that to both the ball, ball-tailed cat and the sliver cat, because they're basically the same. Except one has a spiky tail. The sliver cat is, I would move into the forest for the sliver cat. <laughs> I would move into whatever mythical Nausicaa forest that cat lives in. Uh, and, and that would be my ideal you existence. You would be adopted by the cat. Oh. I would be Princess Mononoke up there, for sure. Oh, I can imagine it. It's just like uh, like you, you go, pss, 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 and then like it just lowers its tail down, and you grab onto one of its spices. Yes, yes. <laughs> And you have oh, yeah. like this, like really sweet, like 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 treehouse that you and it lives in. Oh man, oh I would. Yeah, that's the life I want to live. Yeah, honestly. Yeah. And then since I'm a really cool white guy, no, never mind. <laughs> Not saying that joke. Uh, okay, sorry. Go ahead, Tony. Uh, the ball, the ball tail cat. I think I would definitely um, be into. I feel like it'd be like a fun party trick to be like, look at my cat can knock this wall down. <laughs> you know, uh, oh, or or actually just really put it to work. You know, and start like a demolition company. Or, or you could, uh, you can start damaging uh, people's property that that deserve it, such as a million billionaires. Yeah, like you just throw like a fish in there, and be like, yo, yo, go get it, yeah, do your thing, go get it, and then like it wrecks a bunch of stuff, and then it comes to you, and you give it a treat, and then you just go home. Uh, yeah, like what they go to do? To arrest a cat. They can't arrest cat. I'm trying to remember where that uh where the uh that dog the protest dog was from. Was it from Spain? Yeah. I think it was Spain or uh, was it Spain or Brazil? I don't think it was Brazil. Um anyway, yeah, imagine bringing a protest exactly. mountain lion with you yeah. with a fucking club on its tail. Yeah. And and Antifa mountain lion. We're definitely building it armor, like for sure. Yeah, you, yeah, you definitely have armor on it, and and like you definitely also like you teach it like a command that it just like if it sees a riot shield, it immediately hits it. Yes, yes, like, yeah, pop. yes, yeah. So yeah, so I'm gonna just say that um, yeah, ball tailed cat and sliver and sil- sliver cat both for sure. Yes, mm-hmm, one hundred. Mm-hmm. Now I also know that the uh, uh, the uh, Gotuku Neko. It's definitely on there, because it just just makes. Just, first off, it wears a hat. Yeah, it's a cat that wears yeah. a hat. Yeah. First off, which and not okay, like that asshole to say cat. That, that's like not the best sell. Uh, just those words, but yes, you're right. Except for that one corny motherfucker that that goddamn uh m- mystery. You wouldn't want Mike Myers bouncing around your apartment Dude, all day. Cat the hat is the mystery of cats. He's like the uh, he. <laughs> 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 He's he's a uh, uh, god damn what what are those guys called again? Uh, PUA, yeah, dude, dude. Yeah, exactly. He puts the PU in PUA. <laughs> That's why you got to change his litter box every day. <laughs> uh, yeah, but but no, I, I like again. I like I like this cat um, for like you know keeping around for the weeds. You know, just like it can. It, I, I feel like that'd be really like helpful. I would never use like my. My stove's actual like lighter. I would just turn the gas on, 
He's my cat, just as a flex all the time. Yeah, like I think it'd be a pretty good flex to be like, you know, you just you, you have you have a blunt, you're just like, pss, pss, and your cat just like, and like just lights it up yep, for you. Yeah, that'd be sick. Like that'd be that'd be great. That'd be real sick. Um, the go uh, the what is it? Gotaku Neko. What is what is this? It's go to Gotuku Neko. Gotuku Neko is like that's I think the coolest cat we've talked about today. Like there've been a lot of cool yeah. cats. Let's be honest here that we've talked about today. Uh, that one is it's like transcendentally cool. It's like like we're talking about weed. We're talking about like a chill stoner cat or whatever. I, I would go a step further and say this is like the mushrooms cat. Ooh. This is like the DMT cat. This is like the cat you would see on a visual while you're watching a Spongle music video. Like <laughs> just sort of co- coming in and out of existence, representing like a burning flame in the center of like your acid or LSD it's like a or mushroom flame trip. At this point, it's a real flame. But it's a symbolic flame also. Yeah, it's almost like a Cheshire cat. Like, that's what I'm picturing. But it's like, even, it looks like a, it's like a Cheshire cat, but it's like a, a, what do you call it? A Van Gogh painting. It's just like abstracted with like daubs and dabs of fire, you know? And plus, like, one of my cats, Geezer, uh, she's always cold all the time. She like just, she's camped out by the heater right now. And I think if she had like a buddy... Uh, go to Kuneko hanging out with her. She wouldn't need to stay in one spot. She could like roam around and we'll get warmed up. Yeah, I feel. I feel like. I feel like this cat would also be like the best friend to like every other cat as well. Yeah, yeah. Like it just be like, yo, you know that you know that heat you're always looking for. Guess what? I make it. Dude, you wanna you wanna make you know how like every every week or so, just like those really sad animal cartoon comics go viral. About like the dog dying or the puppy like being comforted by God or whatever. <laughs> um, <laughs> you could you could make one about the say the name of the cat again. I, I kept getting it wrong. It's the uh, Gotuku Neko. Gotuku Neko. You could have one where it just goes out and like finds abandoned cats sleeping on the Aww. street and like nuzzles up to Aww. them and warms them up. You know. Oh, I love that. Yeah. yeah. No, I love it. And like it would be black and white, and the cat would be cold, and then the bright red, fiery Gotuku Neko comes in and nuzzles up next to it, and both cats are real happy. Oh uh, yeah, that would that 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 would definitely get me at least a couple hundred uh, likes and retreats, uh, at least if not more. But yeah, now we're getting to the incel cat, the Mononuka. Now, uh, no, I th- no. Now you know what I think. I think. So I don't I unless you So I feel like if like if you're a dude, it will like come up to you and be like, this is a cool fucking like weasel cat. Um and you'd be like super cool with it. And like for some reason you're getting a lot of good luck. And I think like if you didn't know about it, you'd be like super cool about it. But after but as soon as it's not like your mom or girlfriend or sister or something like that and tried to attack it, I feel like you would be and it like it continues to try to attack every like woman in your life i feel like you would hate it after that but i think at first you'd really like it yeah that's a good point the thing about pets though is like i've had pets that are like not great with other people and like you just have to like change your life around a little bit for it so if i knew that i had this cat that like hated women right that didn't want to see women i could just like put that cat like in another room like if i were to have like anybody who's a woman come over um, but I would also like only, I'm only making like a five year investment. Like this cat's going to get murdered soon. So 
I get the good luck. Also, the thing you don't know is at first you just think, oh, it doesn't like what for some reason. But then a fucking wildcat comes, crashes into your living room. It's just like, and like it just, and this cat and your weasel cat are like having like this really intense like face off and you don't know why. Okay, so whole, so that's, I mean, that's crazy. Like, I love the epic nature of that, like that just uh, visceral like attraction between these two antagonistic beings. Um, but so the wildcat doesn't kill the, the mononuka, the wildcat just blinds it. If I remember correctly, now can the mononuka then distinguish between male and female if it's blind? Ooh. Can you then just keep the cat around and just take care of it? Like it's a normal cat. You know, it just then it just becomes a disabled cat. We'll have to find it. out. We'll have to find out. I, well, I mean, my my cat's you know my cat's a special needs cat, uh, but you know blind cats they can get around. They got a sense of smell and and all that. They they got pretty oh they got okay or object permanence at least when it comes to like litter boxes and food and stuff like that. And if it doesn't attack like you know my female friends uh, or guests anymore. I don't know. Seems like a win-win. Yeah. You know, I think I think if you are if you are a dude or masculine, I think this would be a pretty good cat to have. It's just like it depends on if you know what what it's all about at first. Like personally, I think I would be like against it now that I know what it is. But like but like I think like through most of your life, like you'd be like, yeah, this is a pretty cool cat. Just happens to hate my girlfriend. Yeah, yeah. But I, I, so. I don't know. I also like, I kind of like that part. Cause I feel like there's a part of me that like, I'm waiting for like the day that like my dad like comes to my door and we like fight to the death. <laughs> so I kind of like respect it. You know, I think I kind of, I get yeah. like the, you know, and maybe, maybe also maybe the reason why this cat is, um, such like a shitty misogynist is because of the culture that it grows up in. So maybe mm. we can also like help condition this cat to understand that like, you know, uh babes are people too. So this is like a real like baby Hitler situation. Like instead of going back in time to kill uh the mononuka or whatever, you yeah. would just, you know, raise I would it just better. Raise it better, exactly. Yeah, you would uh you would stop the assassination of uh Archduke Ferdinand, so there's no war one. <laughs> Mm-hmm. And then, and then the downturn of Germany would never happen. Exactly. So what if no- I just assa- what if I just assassinated all the archdukes, like in the world, instead? Ooh. So there was well, no okay. war war of the proletariat against proletariat. What if I did that instead? Well, I, like that. I mean, I, well, the, the ideal the ideal thing would be just to kill whoever propagated capitalism in the first place. Well, capitalism was an improvement on feudalism, but that doesn't mean it wasn't. It isn't also like horribly exploitative. So it's it's just. I feel like World War One was definitely a turning point in uh you know bloodshed on behalf of uh, a monetary system. I guess even if capitalism was less exploitative than so, feudalism. So what you're saying is what you would do to help this cat out is you would actually like um, go back and kill the creator of YouTube, um, so that cat videos wouldn't become as uh, prominent as they are where we know that female cats do much better numbers. And that's probably really what's um, making this cat so bitter. Well, Mm -hmm. no, no. What I need to do is I somehow need to make, you know, all dudes asexually 
reproduce like Bud, and uh, we just, you know, we're just all kings, you know? Okay. Just all kings. You know, it's just gross. You know, it's just not Saturday. It's not Saturday is for the boys. Every day is for the boys at that point. Every day is Saturday. Yep. Uh, yeah, so I'm gonna say yes for almost all of these, because mostly, you know what, I just like cats a lot, and I would, uh, home all of them, honestly, so. So yeah, so let's get to the final segment, uh, Baby Fight, where we, toddlers, two-year-olds, against these cryptids, and see how many it would take to take, take them out, at least discuss. Now, we're talking about a two-year-old, so basically physical stats. They're about, they're a little over two and a half feet tall, normally. They uh, are normally around 30, maybe 35 pounds or so. They can walk up, they can walk up the stairs one foot at a time and jump with both feet. They sleep about 11 hours a day. They get big, sad, and big, mad. And they want to kill whatever is in the thing. And we're locking them in. A inescapable American football field where one is spawning a babe, well, a toddler every minute, and the other is just whatever thing. So we're just going to do jump out of body first. So, so it's going to be multiple two year olds. Yep. Okay. It's how many? It's just, how it's, many? It's how many two year olds is going to take? Yeah, I think jump out of body. It's going to have very little places to hide. Because it's an American football field. Okay, yeah. Uh, jump out of bodies, fuck. It's going to take, like... Like, two? two? Yeah. Two. I think yeah. two. Yeah, easy. Easy. Two. Like, it's just like, you got it. And then that baby's just like, oh, I'm, I'm on you now. And it's like, have like, you ever, like, like, all that baby has to do is, like, shake it a little bit, I think. And that <laughs> the, the jump out of body's neck is breaking. Yeah. Have you ever, it's, like, seen, like, a, a determined two-year-old go after a cat? Yeah, it's, it's scary. Yeah, like, you get scared for the cat. Yeah, I mean, unless the cat's like pregnant, then that cat will like will like not only knock the baby down, but will like try to destroy them. Um, but yeah, that's pretty much. Yeah, it's only gonna probably take two for them for a jump out of body. Yeah. Now, now there we have the ball-tailed cat. Oh, I'm gonna. Yeah, I'm gonna say at least at least like five because like. Well, it's how, how big lion. is it? It's a mountain lion. It's a mountain yeah. lion. Yeah. Um, damn. I'm gonna say a more. Yeah. I like. My instinct was to say like 50. I don't know. Maybe even more because you got to imagine that cat is killing kids with one swipe of its no, paw. No, like left and right. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I'm saying like, like it depends because like I think once once they're able to like get a hold of its tail and start biting on it and everything with their like little toddler teeth. And stuff like I think I think I think it's gonna be able to start taking it down. What's the method of death? What's the method of death for the toddler to kill the uh, like? You can't bite or you know. A kid will choke someone out without without question. Like if you ever yeah. like carried a kid on your back, they, they'll they'll choke somebody out if they want to. Okay. Yeah. No. Right. It's 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 biting to like squeezing. Yeah. Uh, suffocation from all the bodies of the other toddlers. You know, just just. Could be a lot. So I'm gonna I don't think 20. I think if they had better coordination, like better motor skills, you could do 20. But with a toddler's motor skills, I think 50 is closer. 
I th- I think so because I think once it's able to actually get a hold of its like tail and legs and stuff like that, where it can't like you know do the lead move. up, yeah, where it can't move. Yeah. It's it's done. It's done for at that point. Yeah, I'm I'm sticking with twenty because I that's weird. Like two year olds it, groups of two year olds are really bizarre things. That doesn't happen very often, but they do have this weird way where like so like one of the reasons why two year olds are so big mad big happy is because at no point in their life will they, like, be aware of more things without the ability to communicate it. Mm. And uh, and so, but this they, they totally know each other, and it's really bizarre. Like, when you see a little group of, like, you know, a couple or a few two-year-olds, they'll do things together that are, like, really impressive. So I'm saying, like, probably 20. They'll figure it out. Tony is, of course, I, I don't know if this is part of your stats sheet, but Tony is running with the baby geniuses hypothesis, which <laughs> I guess we haven't factored into our assessment yeah, of true. the situation. Yeah. yeah. Have, you, have, you, have you seen the movie Baby Geniuses, Jesse? Yes, I have. <laughs> that movie is based on a theory, like the main character is a scientist uh, who has a theory that before babies can talk, they're actually secret geniuses that know everything in the world and then they slowly forget all of that knowledge and so since you can't remember anything before you were two uh it's because you knew everything and then forgot it dude part of me believes that because like when my kid was two she'd like eat anything and like because she like she would eat some like sophisticated things like she enjoyed she like legit enjoyed espresso and now she's like uh i don't i don't know about that i don't know about that and um i i think that you know they they maybe she maybe she did know maybe she knew what was up I don't think you're supposed to give a two-year-old espresso, dude. Yeah, you can. Yeah. It, it's fine. You like you don't get. They don't get like a whole. They don't get like a whole shot. They just get to like taste some of it. Uh huh. Yeah, they just get to taste some of it. Yeah. Why? Why can't I get? Yeah. Why can't I get have espresso? Uh, I don't know. It's it like stunts their growth or something. No, that's right? not true. No. Uh, as both a dad and a coffee expert, um, I'm gonna go ahead and fight that. Yeah. Okay. Maybe you don't think maybe you have a bias in this respect. Not to badmouth coffee. Do you think that my kid's stunt was my gro- my kid's growth was stunted? Not she's, yet. Maybe, she's fucking huge. Maybe she maybe she's gonna be five feet forever. Oh no! <laughs> His daughter's like six. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, well, I'm gonna say between twenty and fifty. Let's let's compromise. All right. All right. All right. Wow. Depend depends. So, I think it's gonna depend on so twenty five. So twenty five. What you're saying? That's I not know, halfway between. <laughs> So uh, now we're doing the Gotuku uh, Neku, which is just like a a cat that can breathe fire from a pipe. So I'm gonna say this thing could just decimate. Like there, there will be just a field of like mm-hmm. on fire corpses. Yeah, this one's harder. Um, so the cat is like a tangible cat. It's it's like a physical being, but it just has this magical property of breathing fire through a pipe. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So it would be wasting kids left and right. You know, yeah. definitely like a like a flamethrower type situation on the battlefield. Um. But it does have a back, mm-hmm. right? And yeah. so it depends on how these kids are spawning. It depends on whether they're able to eventually get around them. So yeah, it would probably, I guess, take maybe fifty to sixty to like eventually flank. The flamethrower. Yeah. Yeah, because, yeah, that's what I was thinking. Like, in front, like, it's taking them out. But as soon as, like, a kid can, like, go behind and, like, hug it, and basically, yeah. with that, like, the, with that death grip that they have, 
And you just have to really knock the pipe out of the mouth, right? That's the source of its power. Yeah, un- unless that's how, how it focuses it. Maybe maybe it does just like a campfire without it. So maybe less than 50. I don't know. You're saying football field. So if they're spawning on opposite ends of the football field, it seems like it's going to be really hard to get around to flank the other cat. Yeah, but this is it's every minute. So like it's going to have it's going to have like uh, another target each minute. Yeah. You can you can fry a kid in a minute, I think pretty easily. Yeah, but it but it only takes it just takes as many kids as the first kid to realize that they can use the corpses of the other kids um, as, like, some sort of weapon. Um, they can, like, use it as a shield. They can, like, use, like, a skeleton of a kid that's, you know, they can hmm. throw one kid and they can use another one as some sort of shield. Um, it only takes as long as them to figure that out. Like, so it could be as many, you know, like you said, as, like, 30 kids. But it might be as many as, like, as like 75. You know, uh, and uh, like uh, the uh, the thing that this always goes to eventually, you have just a, a zombie wave of of just toddlers eventually just overtake. Exactly, it. yeah, yeah. So I'm gonna say this was gonna take a lot more. Just, yeah, just outright. Think so. Yeah. Um. So I'm gonna say I'm gonna say anywhere between. I don't know. This one's gonna be hard. Thirty to a hundred. I'm gonna say that I'm gonna give it like a wide berth there. All right, sure. All right, yeah. I could see it happening in that range at, at all yeah. extremes of that range. Okay, then we have the sliver cat. Now the sliver cat, I think it needs the trees in order for it to get the for it to get the momentum for its tail. Honestly, yeah, that seems like one of its. Uh, what do you call it? Like it'll be handicapped without having that. It'll be at a disadvantage without having the height, without having its its normal uh, hunting grounds. Yeah, I think it would be, um, yeah. and it's just an ambush predator as well. So it's probably not used to being out in the open. It's not like a another animal that hunts out in the open. Wolves, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I also feel like it benefits from like having the. Um, being that the tail's never like resting on something, it could always be like, dangling of sorts. I mean, like I said, like like you said, like momentum for the tail. Um, but it's still massive. It's still a huge tail. Um, so yeah, I, and three hundred pounds. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's 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 a hu- it's a huge thing. So it's like, but I mean, like I you know I I am and have been uh, not currently, but I've been three hundred pounds, and um and uh I man, even if I had an eleven foot tail, I. Like, does the cat have anything else? I mean, it has the other. It has the other like cat stuff, yeah. like claws and and fangs and stuff. Yeah. So I think this is actually going to be a lower number than like um than like some previous ones. I think I'm thinking we're we're looking at. I I'm going to go back to my earlier ways, and I'm going to say it's something around twenty. Yeah. I I think that's fair with between twenty and fifty again. Yeah. Twenty and forty. Yeah, like, yeah, because, like, again, I think it's the same thing with the ball-tailed cat. Like, once it's able to take out its tail and everything, yeah. like, you're, it's pretty much done. Yeah. Can the top, is this, this one's the biggest one, right? This yeah, is this bigger than the bi- first one? Yeah, this is So, the can one. a toddler get its arms around this thing's neck? Is it too big for that? I think, I think so. But, uh, but here's the thing, though, like, uh, I don't know. If you've ever been bitten by a toddler, but that stuff draws blood. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, it draws blood for you, not the hide of a 300-pound lion. That's a different story. 
Well, you know, I've I've never seen I've never seen a cat bite a lion. <laughs> so I, I, I feel like I also feel like um the eyes are gonna be done pretty fast. I feel like kids gouge eyes, they they'll they'll That's do that. That's the weak point you know? for sure. Um, yeah, like I think once it gets to its tail, then its eyes, like it's pretty much done for. Yeah. So it's basically going to be like bludgeoning. How it's going to be like bludgeoning. Well, what's going to be the method of death? Oh, the bl- bludgeoning yeah, is. Yeah. Are they going to? Yeah. Hmm. They're going to jump up and down on it and stuff. Yeah, they could jump <laughs> up and down with two feet. Yeah, and like thirty pounds, like just jumping <laughs> up and down over and over again, that will kill you eventually. Yeah. 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 That's just blunt force trauma over and over. Kids naturally yeah, just the jump cat on would people. Get, the cat would get tired out, and then the the kids could just. Jump them into mush. Jump them into meat molasses. Yeah. <laughs> oh, also, I never said this. They're, the toddlers are at their peak. It's an hour after a nap, and they someone gave them a little bit of cake. Okay. Oh, oh shit. Wow, are yeah. they yeah. like the? Th- are they like those buff three hundred toddlers? <laughs> are they like those absolutely ripped six pack Gerard Butler toddlers lifting cows. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like. like well, no, I was just talking normal toddlers, but they have a little bit of cake, and they're not tired. Okay, yeah. Okay, yeah. well, that's close. It's <laughs> no. like the American version. I, yeah. <laughs> I, I don't know, man, because, like, I feel like the advantage of a toddler trying to kill something is actually, like, they can't have the cake and they need to take a nap. Like, that's the most yeah. fucked up toddler. That toddler they're will, like, like, delirious. Yeah. They, that They're just they're just strong. They, they, like, lose it. They just, like, they'll just scream. I, I, so, I don't know. But, yeah, I, I'm still sticking with around 20. I'm gonna say between twenty and uh, twenty and fifty again. I feel like that's a good range. Yeah, because after it gets its tail and eyes, I think it's pretty much done for. I think this one would take the longest. It's gonna take yeah. a long time. Yeah, you yeah. would have to tire the cat out come almost completely. Yeah, and then uh, but then the last one we have is the mononuka. Um, and this is this is just a, a weasel size thing. So yeah, so uh, five. I, I don't know. Well, well, well. It also drinks the blood of children, so I feel like after yeah. it gets full, like it's it's gonna get the itis, and yeah. you can just and then it's just done for after that point. Yeah, but I don't know like how it's like drinking the blood of children, so it might be like a, like, it you know it might be only able to do that to kids by themselves. So I think it's gonna be kind of low too, um, just because I don't know like kid kids a lot of kids they'll they'll, they'll like they could, they could like take. They're, they're also not scared, right? These kids, like, no, I'm guessing no, part no, of the caveats are not going to be scared of the animal. Um, no, no, yeah. It's, it's, so it's about to determine. I'm, I'm going to say, I'm going to say a pretty low number. I'm going to say like, I'm going to say like ten, ten to twenty. No, I'm, I'm going to say even lower. I think it could be trade five and ten. Honestly, I'm like my baby, my baby cousin like caught a mouse like that was in its bed before and squeezed it to death. So like, I mean. It's just a matter of catching, getting your hands on it, basically. Getting like a firm enough grab on it to where uh, you just like, wring its neck. Just just like the come out of body or whatever. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's not going to take much, honestly. You know, not to not to like, uh, you know, overstep or anything, but you know, uh, maybe make sure that your cousin gets to talk to me about that eventually. Uh, so it's a lot. It's a lot for a kid to experience to look death in the face. Uh, I mean, uh, he he did ha- he was the first out of our generation to have a child, and he's uh, five years younger than me, so that's you know something. So he he was longing to bring life into the world, 
in order to make up for the life he took at such an early age. <laughs> yes, he killed a mouse as a child, and, uh, as as a baby. It's just like, well, I guess I gotta bring a baby to this I, world. I wonder what reading yeah. Mice and Men was like for him in school. <laughs> like, what was that moment it was just, like? It's like, oh no, <laughs> I think I'm the villain in this. Or you, or you know, you know that you're a tender soul who just like doesn't know any about their own strength. Yeah. Well, uh, I think we're pretty much done, honestly. So th- that's five. I'm going to put out five for this one as soon as they get a hold of it. Put out five? What? I'm going to say five for this one. Oh, that's the official oh, okay. stat. Cool, cool. Yeah. Yeah, okay. because cause it's going to try to drink the blood of a couple. And once it gets like full, the other ones are just going to like jump on it and squeeze it and bite it. And that's Oh, yeah. Because I forget they're coming at one at a time. So, yeah, you're right. It, you know, I, I still I still think I'm around, around 10. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, yeah, like you said though, that uh, kids, kids will, they will squeeze a life out of something if it's in their bed, which is good. Yeah, yeah, you know, I mean, they had he had to protect himself from that mouse. Apparently, <laughs> <laughs> you know, he had to do it to him. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, I think we're pretty much done. So let's do plugs. So yeah, uh, your guys's podcast. Uh, Minion Death Cult, if you can explain it a little bit at the end. Uh, yeah, so Minion Death Cult's like a leftist comedy podcast. Uh, we talk about politics through the lens of boomer comment sections. Uh, we try to get a grasp on like what real people care about when it comes to politics. Uh, and it is, you know, it can be fun. Uh, it can be stupid. It's always pretty entertaining. Sometimes it's horrifying. Uh, you know, we're talking about anything from uh, kids not being taught cursive in high school is going to lead to the next civil war uh, to um, Eric Greitens, former governor of former indicted governor of God, what state it was uh, complaining on Facebook that Obama stole his chocolate milk mm-hmm. uh, from his high, his high school son's cafeteria. And that is that was a big uh a big insult to him because he and his son bonded over how much they both like chocolate milk, and Obama took that from him. Yep, it's uh, it's really fun. I think my favorite episode is the one about the really big flag. Oh yeah, love that That's flag. One, that flag. <laughs> um, I was I was riding my bike when I was listening to that episode, and I legit almost crashed to a car in front of me. Laughing <laughs> 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 so hard. But yeah, uh, so yeah, I have a couple other podcasts. I have one called. Alphabet Flight, where I talk about Marvel characters thrice weekly, um, and I have another podcast called Limited Theories, where I talk about limited comic series issue by issue with my friend Rob. Uh, this has been uh, this has been Creepy Critters, and uh, now maybe don't you know kill your mother and have your father hunt you mm-hmm. down five years after to kill you. Also, don't walk under trees. Just yeah, avoid trees, all don't trees. Walk under trees. Yeah, but also definitely don't kill your mother. It's, no. Uh, she may really suck. It's just going to open up a whole can of worms for yeah. you. Yeah, just let the diabetes kill her. Just, just let, <laughs> just just let that. Just take time, yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah, bye. See ya, thank you. Bye, thanks for having us on.